Welcome to Own Your Career, Own Your Future, a Schneider Electric podcast where industry experts across different fields from around the world share on trending topics, insights and career advice on how the next generation can contribute to creating a more digital and sustainable world. This show aims to be a trusted voice for students and early careers who are looking to kickstart or advance their career with Schneider Electric or in related industries. Hello and welcome back to Own Your Career, Own Your Future podcast. My name is Katie and together with Moen and Tanya, we are your hosts. Guys, it has been a minute. I'm so excited to be back and I'm just curious what everybody's been up to. Moen, what's been going on? Hi, Katie. So actually, yesterday was my birthday and my colleagues uh, made sure that I have a really good day and a birthday to remember. So they got me a very cute cake and, you know, all of them like uh, surrounded me near a table and they started singing like how we, you know, you do it for children. So it kind of rekindled the childhood memory. And I usually take an off for my birthday. right? So I'm really glad that I worked on that day. And uh, yeah, it was it was great. And it made me feel very special about it. So I love that. And I feel like that's that's how you know you're in the right place when you're happy that you worked on your birthday. Like not yeah. many people say that. So that's really good. Yeah, it was amazing. That sounds super wholesome, Owen, and happy birthday. Um, yeah, thank you. Today's episode is all about services. And I think a lot of people don't really know what it means, or rather they think about it from a sector standpoint, but every industry has its own definition of services, and that is certainly true for Schneider. And that's what this episode is all about. Yes, let's get this started. So today we will be focusing on our services business and what impacts they are having when it comes to helping our customers and the world to become more sustainable. Services is where I started my career journey with Schneider Electric, and today we get to unpack how you can make a real impact for the planet, acquire real skills for the 21st century, and join a real inclusive community with a high level of diversity, autonomy, and flexibility. We will be speaking to a variety of guests from across the services business, including Frederick Godemel, the Executive Vice President for Power Systems and Services, Kelly Becker, President for UK and Ireland, Charlotte Barton, Senior Field Services Rep, and Pierre Sagrafina, Head of Circular Economy Services. They will each get to share their unique perspective on where a career in services can truly take you. This is our biggest episode yet, and we hope you really enjoy it. Recently, I had the opportunity to talk with Frederick Godemo, who's the Vice President for Power Systems and Services. Frederick reflects on his career and offers advice on what skills you should develop now that will help you in the future. In this conversation, we also explore why Schneider Electric Services is such a hotspot for talent looking to join or expand their careers and take it to new heights. Hi, Frederick. How are you doing today? I'll just start with an easy question so that we, we have a flow going. <laughs> oh, I, I, do not, uh, I do not answer. I'm doing bad, right? <laughs> no, you no, can I'm be doing honest, well. for this first bit, we, you've had such a great career, right? International, and you've you've been around to many places. Could you maybe shed some light into your own journey within Schneider Electric and how that's come about and how that's led you to come to this post of, of leading this massive business within Schneider? I've built my career first in, in France, mostly, by the way, in the transactional business at that time, and in various roles, right, sales, marketing, and industrial operations. Then I moved to the system business or the equipment side of the business, and that's where I had the chance to uh, relocate to uh, China to uh, manage the equipment business, the system business, the services business, the, at that time, ESS business that was called energy efficiency. I contributed with a, with a few persons to, to uh, develop services in China. And since then, I've 
taken global roles either in uh, energy automation or uh, or in uh, in the role I had today with power system and services. So I've done uh, various activities and various different roles uh, during my career. I've been basically in, in three countries, in France, China and uh, Dubai more recently, uh, which have uh, enriched me a lot uh, culturally and professionally as well. It's really interesting to hear that you've had such a diverse experience, right? Not just in terms of positions or areas of expertise, but you've you've been around quite a bit. So when someone's coming to you and wanting to understand why they should grow a career at Schneider, what would be your take on that? Look, I think many things. The first thing is that uh, what makes me stay in Schneider is that in various aspects, this company has a purpose and uh, the purpose is very strong now, but this purpose started uh, a long time ago, I would say, with uh, bringing electricity to the world and then making sure that uh, this electricity combined with our strengths in automation can be used to decarbonize and make a greener world. So basically, I went through this journey and I felt that the purpose of the company was pretty much meeting what the world was needed. The second thing that I consider has been important for me to stay at Schneider is that the company has a real focus on people. We may move later on parts of that, but when you are in business like system and services, people are extremely important. I love how you literally encapsulated everything that I would tell a friend who's looking to join Schneider. And it really goes to show that no matter how long you've been at the company, these values that you've brought up, right, whether that's being at a very people-oriented company or our strong sense of purpose and mission overall, no matter where you are in the organization, it's evident from the first day that you join. And of course, you know, us being the company that was not only walking the talk, but leading it in many ways. And I want to zoom in on on that point coming to services. What does it mean here at Schneider and why is it more important today than ever before? As we said before, today acting on the field is extremely important for everything that is related to safety, sustainability or efficiency. Means uh, at the end, if you want to progress around those lines, being close to what happened on the field is very important, right? What you learn in services at Schneider is basically what happened on the ground, how you practically can electrify, how you practically can link, link a process control or eventually a motor with some assets that you control and that are really critical. You learn many processes of our customers, means you can, uh, you can go visit uh, a plant, you can go visit a data center, you can go visit an hospital. So you see practically how things are going on. The second thing, which I think is very important, is if there is a place where you can visualize what digital means for our customer, this is services. Because on the field, discussing with the customer, you will of course see the products of Schneider, you will see their digital capabilities, most of the time with sensors, gateway, but you will as well discuss with the users through software or through digital interfaces that have been developed by Schneider and that help our customer to, to do a better usage of their product, either at operation level, either giving them advice, either, by the way, bringing through digital the support of some of our experts that maybe are far away, but you can bring the support of this expert thanks to the digital. So when you are in services, you really can touch that, means you, you really can permanently act between what happened on the site and, and what basically Schneider can do to support this site to deliver his mission and, and being more sustainable at the end. Because 
most of what we do is service in services, even not sometimes I would say all, is related to electricity and automation. Many aspects in what I say, but I think it's uh, the electricity will become in the future more and more critical because you understand very well that uh, when you electrify, you have a better carbon footprint and we will electrify more and more things. When you electrify a process, it is what we call services. It's a modification of an existing installation, converting motors and things like that into electrify operations. And this is really in services that you do that every day. It's very interesting that you mentioned that this isn't just a, a customer-focused or customer-oriented career, but it really is user-oriented. And you've also painted very beautifully that a career in sustainability can look you know, a lot more different than just being in a closed office um, space, but it can it can be on the ground, it can be dynamic, it can be very agile and and real, right? As we as we like to say in services, get real. But I wanted to understand what's the career opportunity that we're offering here? You know, what does that mean when someone applies for a job in services and what doors does that open them up to? Starting in your career in services is really where you learn what's happening on the ground with our customers. And I don't think there are better places to develop your career than knowing what your company is doing and seeing the use of what we are doing by customers. And in this regard, I would say that uh, we're creating a lot of jobs in services, of course, and starting his career with this role is very important. Then you can decide to grow your career in services, right? Because basically you, you can take uh, types of role, either uh, specialize yourself around expertise on some products and uh, and helping customers because you've got the right expertise. You can decide to evolve into leadership. You can change role inside services, moving from uh, FSR, means being representative of Schneider on site, to a more sales role. Or you can decide to move to other parts of the company where basically your knowledge of the customer, of the product of Schneider, of the digital capability of Schneider is opening you many, many doors inside the company. When you are in a business that is growing, that is sustainable, that is preparing the customer for the future, normally those type of business offers you a lot of career opportunity and development inside the business where you are in. And as well, as I said it, when because you are you are really close to customer. If at one moment of time you want to evolve your career to other part of the company, I think it's highly possible. So it's essentially a way to grow your career or like a pathway to grow your career in, in multiple different directions, right? It's that inception point that then can can open up a web of opportunities for anyone looking to join. And that's it's interesting because it seems like we need more diverse forms of career options for young people, right? Beyond just consulting, beyond just, um, you know, a traditional path that a lot of young graduates are considering. And I wanted to know what your your advice would be to young career folks and recent graduates and what type of skills would they need to bring into the role? What type of skills could they possibly grow and develop uh, during their time in services? Look, I try to remember what was motivating me when I was young, right? And I think it's around two things. First thing is most of the time you go out of school and you still need to learn. Means you enter in the world of the enterprise, right? Which is a different world than school, even if there has been a lot of effort to, uh, to do uh, trainings and so on much more, you still need to learn a lot. And I think in services, you are inside the right school because you learn our product, you learn business model, and you learn customers. And I think you learn, but you learn things that are concrete and down to earth. And that's why we think, I think, that services is a very good school. The second thing, when you are young, you have a lot of appetite to transform the world. And, and we absolutely want to use that. And in services, I was saying it at the very beginning of our discussion, Tanya, in, in services, 
you contribute every day to sustainability, either because you prolongate the life duration of one equipment, so you avoid to buy something new, either because you help one customer to electrify, I said it already, either because you become more efficient by reducing traveling because you have allow one customer to implement power monitoring or digital operations for his, his factories or his data center. So in many, many ways, you're contributing on a very practical standpoint to a better and a more sustainable world. It seems like if, if you're looking to to have a career in sustainability with real impact services is where you need to be. And, you know, from a comms perspective, even though I'm in comms right now, every day we're learning something new about the business. And oftentimes you have to process a lot of information very quickly. But I think I could have benefited from starting in services too (laughs) at this point. Um, But this has been a wonderful conversation, Frederick. I think there are a lot of key takeaways that our listeners are going to enjoy and really implement and, and consider when they're applying for a job here, especially within services. Thank you so much for this conversation. Most welcome, Tanya. And if you want to join services, feel free to apply. We may consider (laughs) your your candidacy with a lot of interest. So feel free to apply. (laughs) Thank you so much, Frederick. I I just might do it. For this next part, we're speaking to Kelly Becker, who's the zone president of UK and Ireland. Kelly has spent many years leading Schneider Electric's business across the globe and is currently responsible for all operations within the UK and Ireland. While Kelly hasn't worked directly in services as zone president, she has worked with the team on a two-year-long transformation project and shares with us from a local perspective how services is making an impact on our customers and why it's such an attractive space to be. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Just to start off this segment of the podcast, how has your day been and, and what have you been up to recently? Hi, Tanya. Thanks for having me. Gosh, what have I been up to? You know, we're at the end of the year, which means for people in a an operational type job like mine, you're trying to make sure that we deliver products and solutions and services for customers as they head towards the end of the year, that the team is trying to wrap up the year, if you will, and that we're all looking forward certainly to some break coming up to rejuvenate and re-energize as we head into 2023. That sounds really nice. And and I'm I'm sure all of us, you know, who who are working, it's quite a busy time for everyone just to wrap things up, set new goals for the new year. So I just wanted to step back a bit and maybe ask you a bit about your role within Schneider Electric. And since we're covering services, how have you in your role leading a zone like UK and Ireland have supported transformation within this business space? And what have you experienced in UK and Ireland specifically? So I have been at Schneider for about 11 years, working in the U.S. and Ireland, and now, as you mentioned, running our zone for the U.K. and Ireland. So have actually, over the course of that time, had a number of different roles myself, of which services has been sort of an underlying component of all of those in different forms and fashions. But when I took over responsibility for the zone of the UK and Ireland, which means basically I have all operational responsibility for Schneider Electric in these geographies, two years ago, we realized that we needed some real work to be done on our services business, that it wasn't maybe in line with where Schneider is trying to go from a long-term services mission and and frankly what our customers ultimately really needed us to look like and so we have spent the last two years with the the local leadership team and our salespeople and and everybody who works in services really thinking through where are we trying to go for the future what are the things that we need to fix today to allow the future and how do we actually ensure that services is an area that attracts talent to our group that services customers at the forefront and really thinks every day about, you know, what is the business of each customer? What is their differentiation that they're bringing um, to their customers? And how do we use services as a, as a path to help them accomplish their goals? And so coming back to that and zooming in on it, 
we spoke earlier to Frederick about services and he gave us a really nice global perspective about it. And you, since you're leading a zone like UK and Ireland and it's pretty big, um, and we've seen a tremendous expansion in the space, uh, especially on the digital front, but what is it that makes it so exciting? Um, and something where young people, you know, people who are graduating university, fresh out of college even, should look at when they're when they're considering it as the first step into building a career or a first step in their corporate path. So I think for a young person coming into a company like Schneider Electric or going into any large corporation, quite frankly, it can be overwhelming as to where do you start? How do you find your path? What is the best way to learn the company, in fact? And this is a business that, you know, has its its legacy, if you will, in products, but in reality is really evolving around software and services and because our customers are evolving. And so services is actually a great place for people to come in. You find that, in fact, you you learn all of the product lines. You can take the opportunity to really see so many different pieces of the company and the different global businesses and start to understand how the technologies actually fit together. Whereas if you go into a singular business grouping, you might go really deep in one topic, but you, you might not make that full connection as to how all of these things work together. So services, I think for us, has been a, a, a place where we have seen a lot of young people go because actually they get to see everything that the company does. So it seems like services is this training ground, not just for young people to explore where they want to end up in the organization, but in essence, where the organization is going and hopefully find their place in, in the future version of that organization and be able to make an actual difference. That's really lovely. And I loved how you painted that picture for us. But I, I want to go a bit deeper into how this part of the business of so services actually impacts our customers. And, you know, at the end of the day, sustainability, the environment, the world that we live in today. And please feel free to give us, you know, some examples from what we've seen in the UK and Ireland. Yeah, you know, just like I spoke about before, this is a company that's really evolving, isn't it? From a product company to software to services. And now what we're really trying to tackle is sustainability in the environment and quite frankly, what is happening to our planet. And, and Schneider has a key role to play. And, and so services is is an, a critical component of that. You know, we have examples of, of projects that we've done where a design was built, you know, was done 15 years ago for a large stadium or a large hospital. And now they're just getting to the end of construction because this is sometimes how long the construction cycle can last. Well, What was deemed enough 15 years ago is not deemed enough now. And so what our services team has the ability to go in at the end of a construction cycle and project now is to actually go in and say, have you thought about your electric vehicle infrastructure? Because in the UK, as an example, by 2030, we won't be allowing new petrol cars to be sold. So there's a whole new world with something as simple as what it sounds like electric chargers that's going to change the dynamic of infrastructure in the UK. And that is all coming down to our services team going in and having deep conversations and having that conversation that says, look, you very practically need to install electric vehicle chargers. Do you understand what that's going to do to your energy bill, what it's going to do from an electrification of your facility standpoint? How are you actually going to make that work? Are you clear with your relationship with your utility provider or the grid and what that actually means? You know, these are conversations that people are having and having to have every single day. And, And that's not necessarily the conversation you would have had to have five years ago. And so what services is allowing us to do is bring in talent that is has very deep engineering expertise, which quite frankly is a forte of, of Schneider Electric. We have a lot, a lot of engineers and really smart technical people. But the other component of this is we need really smart business people, great salespeople, great business development people to have a different kind of conversation as well. And so services is a place where you don't have to be an engineer. You don't have to be a business person. You can be either and be incredibly successful 
in what we're trying to do and, and how we're trying to move the business forward. And so we've seen a lot of our um, non-technical talent, if you will. And I, and I say this with full respect. I myself am not an engineer. I'm a business, you know, my degrees are in business. A lot of, of our non-technical talent actually saying services is a great place to be because I'm touching customers every day and I'm also driving a difference ultimately for our planet. And that is really exciting to people right now. Coming from you, this this is great to hear as a young person because I think when a lot of people look at Schneider or hear about Schneider, they often think that it's this age-old engineering company, but it, it really isn't just that. It's a lot more and we are inclusive. We're, we're accepting everyone from different backgrounds. It's not just about what you're coming in with, but it's really about where you can go from here. And you've painted a very nice picture as to what that could look like. And you've zoomed in on on how we've impacted our customers and we're really there to hold their hand even beyond just a project timeline, right? We're we're there for them to support them through changes in their own transformations and with how the world is changing today. So thank you for that. And just one last question for this segment. If mm-hmm. you could reflect back to your own university days, what career advice would you give to your younger self as to how to navigate, you know, a corporate environment, leadership skills? What are some of the things that have helped you in your own career that you would like to share with your younger self? Gosh, it's um, when you look back at your career, you know, I look back at my career now and it looks really well planned. But the reality of it is that for me, I always just took roles that excited me, that I thought I could learn something new, that I thought I brought something different to the table. And I think that's really important. I don't really believe in this idea that you have to plan your career for the next five to 10 years. I think if technology and the evolution around sustainability and those things has taught us anything, it's that, in fact, we don't know what's going to be in front of us in five to 10 years. And we need to, to remain open to the things that really catch our interest and are exciting to us. And so for me, that's what I would tell people. Take the next role that's really interesting to you that you can make a difference on. And stay in that job long enough to show results. Because I think that if you're somebody like me and you hire a lot of people, I want to know not only what was the job, but what did you deliver? What difference did you make ultimately? And how did you how did you approach that? And how did you do that? And so I think those are probably the couple of things I would say. Go after what you're passionate about and then stay long enough in it to drive a difference and drive real results. That's great advice and something that I can definitely use in my own career. But this conversation was really great, Kelly. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. In the next part of the episode, Katie and I will interview Charlotte Barton, who works as a senior field services rep, and Pierre Sagrifena, who is also a head of circular economy for services, and discuss with them exactly how our service experts help our customers to become more sustainable. Over the next few minutes, Charlotte and Pierre share both practical advice and personal experience from working in the field to pull back the curtains and share a glimpse into their day-to-day lives with the services team. Hey, Pierre and Charlotte. So I hope you're doing well, first of all. And thank you so much for joining us on this conversation. So, but before we move ahead, so for our listeners, can you both share a bit about yourself and how you came to work for Schneider and a fun fact about yourself? Why don't we start with you, Pierre? Sure. Thank you very much for the opportunity. So I'm uh, very happy to be able to share a bit about myself. So I'm uh, Pierre and uh, I've been working for, uh, for Schneider for more than 15 years and currently working on uh, sustainability and circularity for the services organization. And I've had uh, a lot of experiences with the company, having uh, lived and worked in Europe, in Asia Pacific, in Middle East, and, uh, and experiencing a lot of uh, different jobs, work environment and cultures. And that's really one, one thing that is um, quite amazing with this company. Same, I've been actually with Schneider Electric for about 15 years. And, you know, I I love the work I do. I I get to work in the field. So I get to see customers that I've seen for just about the same amount of time that I've been working and and making relationships with people at work and also in the field. I really enjoy what I do. 
I just wanted to ask, and I think Pierre can take this up first. And if someone is looking for a career in sustainability and in services, to be precise, I just wanted to ask you how services experts can directly contribute towards, you know, sustainability and limit the carbon emissions. Uh, so maybe you can just say, uh, shed some light on this. That's a very important topic, uh, not only for uh, for the company but also for us as individuals. And and my kids remind me this every day. Then when when we're talking about this. So the, the first good thing to, uh, to have in mind is that as Schneider, as a company, sustainability is really at the core of our purpose. And it's also at the core of the, the company culture and also the way we work on, on business and, uh, and bringing value to our customers. And it's really an important element that is where the company is making public commitments it's about accelerating what we deliver in relation to sustainability, making commitments and executing on these commitments to be a carbon neutral company by 2025 for our own operations, and even to, to, to reach uh, net zero CO2 end to end for our supply chain activities by 2050. So it's real concrete and attract uh, ambitions that is driving a lot of the things that the company overall is, 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 is doing. For services, our mission is really to be on the ground with our customers, to be their trusted advisor in relation to sustainability and efficiency, and to help them define and execute on their strategy. Practically, what does it mean? We are, as an organization, helping our customers define their ambition, their baseline, and quantify targets. We are then supporting them in having the visibility of data with digital tools, metering, and uh, analytics to be able to make sense from this data, which enables us to identify opportunities for energy efficiency, for repairability, for circularity, and then to support them, of course, in implementing these recommendations. All right, Charlotte. So for our listeners who might not know much about field services work and, and what you do on site, could you tell us a little bit about what you do for our customers? What does it look like when you get on site and, and do what you do best? So as field service representatives, we're kind of the face of the company. That's who the company kind of recognizes every time you come to their site. We use our tools to ensure that the data centers, and these can be big data centers, small data centers, that they're operating at their best performance. Uh, my, my focus as a cooling field service representative is the environment of the data center, that it's running at proper temperature, humidity, dew point for the customer's particular equipment. The second is to ensure that energy that's being used by these cooling equipments in, and the power equipments are being at optimal performance. You know, cooling, it, it was an old theory that data centers had to be really cold, and we joke that it's like a meat locker in here. But that's not how data centers are supposed to be run, and we don't need to use that much energy to ensure that the, the data center is running properly. As in handling refrigerants is very important to the environment. Handling refrigerants can really danger the environment if you're not using the proper controls and the practices to make sure that they are being handled properly, that they're being disposed of properly. I'm not a salesperson, but the other thing I try to do is I do try to help reduce energy costs at a customer's site. This is not only good for their equipment, but also the climate in general. The other thing that I like to ensure is that the redundancy of a data center is very important to the customer. We want to ensure that if something fails, which all equipment does at one point or another, I want to ensure that there's a backup system to keep the equipment going until repairs can be complete. And if not this, then there's a plan of action to ensure that there is no loss of downtime. I love that, Charlotte. Thank you for the insight. Because I think, I mean, your your job scope is quite large. And really, at the end of the day, you're there to take care of the customer and make sure that they're always taken care of, even, you know, if times are not so great for them, that they have a backup plan in place. So that's that's awesome. Thank you for what you do on site for them. 
when we talk about sustainability one major thing that comes into play is that you know your products are used to their maximum okay and then they're recycled and all of these topics and before coming on to this uh, podcast i did research a few things around this and i fumbled upon a term called as circularity and repairability so i think this is a very popular term and i think it's great to know about it so pierre have you heard about this term and uh, if yes can you just more shed more light about this for very interesting and important elements and i think charlotte explained uh, what we can do on the, on a data center environment and we, we're providing service across the whole industry in data centers and beyond but if we focus on, on circularity and repairability the key point to have in mind it's all about maximizing the life of products of equipments and even of raw material as we want to make sure we're able to make the most of these resources in a context that uh, of these resources becoming more and more affected by scarcity. If you think about it in your day-to-day -day world, you can think about your car, you can think about your mobile phone. How does it translate in very practical terms? Let's talk about the car. The first piece you want to do when it, it comes to your car, you want to make sure that it's available and it's working perfectly whenever you need it. And to achieve this, you make sure that it's regularly, properly serviced by the right experts so that it runs safely, it's reliable, and it doesn't break down whenever you need it. And by the way, it's efficiently operating as well. This is all about repairability. The car is easy to repair or can be repaired, and you have access to the expertise to repair it, service it, and make the most prolong the life on, on site. Then, a bit later on, a few years later on, whether it's your car or your smartphone, you decide that it's the time to replace it. And at that point in time, you want to make sure that your old car or your old smartphone becomes a resource for some, somebody else. You want to make sure that there can be a second life for this specific asset. And it can be repurchased, reused for uh, somebody else having an interest in it. And once this asset, this car or this smartphone, really reaches end of life, it can be properly disposed of, recycled, and the raw material inside can be reused for new manufacturing or so other purposes. These two elements about second life and about recycling, it's all about maximizing circularity. That's great, Pierre. I think reuse, recycle and repair is the way to go. So Charlotte, there is a tendency to think that the job of on-site experts has a stereotype. What can you tell us about this? I can tell you that that's an outdated way of thinking because I work with a great group of diverse people and we all bring strengths to the job. I've learned so much from technicians and even though I've been in the field for 15 years, some of them have been in the field for 30 and they have taught me a lot. And in turn, I help them with my education background. I'm very good with the laptop software, firmware experience, and we both help each other. Having different experiences, backgrounds, cultures, genders, we all can help each other by collaborating and that makes the team work well. Some people will say that I use my laptop more than a screwdriver, but that's not entirely true. My tool bag and laptop are both needed almost every job, but having analytical data does help us diagnose and pinpoint a problem. Then I can grab the tool bag and get to work. That was so well put, Charlotte, and I can uh, totally, totally attest to that with my husband being in field services that he could not do his job without his screwdrivers and all of his tools and test equipment and everything, but then he also could not do it without his tablet and his laptop. So you definitely need both to be there for the customer and do everything that you guys are able to do. That was great, Katie. And you know, you remember in our previous episodes, we also talked about how we are integrating sustainability in everything. And, you know, even digitization is the future ahead. And we also discussed that how we are integrating digitization and sustainability together in our organization. I just wanted to ask, Pierre, can you just tell us how digitization can open a lot of new careers for a lot of new people coming into the workforce? Sure. 
And I think you've heard from Charlotte already that the type of job and the way to execute the jobs is uh, is getting much very different from what we think or we some of the stereotypes about it are. And definitely digitization itself is transforming the way we work, the way we um, execute the jobs, the way also it enables the teams to work together remotely in several hubs and the, in the way we've organized the, 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 the company and the, the expertise around the geographies. And services as a business is strong on the fact that it's uh, multiple layers of expertise, multicultural teams, as uh, Charlotte explained earlier, the cross-generational and gender diversity coming with it is what makes it very uh, productive, very interesting, very exciting, and all these people focusing on one only goal, which is to delight our customers and to help them make the most of their energy. In addition to this, digital is simplifying the life of our customers for sure, but it's also making the, the life of our services teams very different, offering the ability to have remote diagnostic, diagnosis, to be able to, uh, to work without necessarily having to travel as much as it was the case before, which also in terms of uh, work-life balance is, is, is bringing a lot of um, simplicity and, and, and flexibility. And also we see that the growing part of digital assets and digitization brings very new types of requirements and profiles that reinforces gender balance, age balance, diversity across the, the all the jobs that, that we have to perform with our customers in services. And that diversity is what drives our performance as well, as the more diverse, the more performing the teams are. And to make it even greater, it makes the day-to-day -day even more enjoyable. Yeah, I love that, Pierre, because, you know, even in our core values, we always uh, stress to, you know, break the traditional uh, barriers in the way of working and dare to disrupt and embrace change, right? So I think with this, it was, I could relate to all the core values and what you just spoke. And I think this is why Schneider is such a great place to work in. What do you think, Katie? I could not agree more. And to piggyback off of embrace change, I think when we think of field services, we kind of you know, maybe you're thinking about a different season of your life and you're wondering, well, a career in field services sounds amazing. I would love to do what Charlotte does, but maybe I don't always want to go on site. So Charlotte, I think this would be an awesome time to tell us a little bit about your career path and what you could do and the opportunities that are coming down the line for you to our listeners who might be interested in a career. Right now, I love my career just because I get a new office every day. Every day I go somewhere different. And my career path in the future might be into training or safety, engineering, maybe more technical support for other field techs. What I've noticed though in the field is that we do need more field tech talent out there. This may be not just for Schneider, but across all companies, HVAC, electricians, controls. It's a workforce that we're noticing a lot of people are retiring and there's not a lot of backfill. And that's why we really need some new talent in here. I want to help new field techs find themselves, be confident in this strong company like Schneider. And when it's time for me to stop literally climbing ladders, maybe I'll go into um, a different role, like I said, training, safety, engineering. But right now, I'm, I'm, I love what I do. That tells something about how well Schneider treats the, the field engineers. They make sure we have everything we need to be safe tools, anything we need. And they listen if, if we if we feel like there's always this this moment of stop work authority that if something doesn't feel right, something doesn't feel safe, I can say, nope, let's pause. Let's reevaluate our situation and continue on. I will probably move to a different position in the future, but I haven't reached 40 yet. So I, I'm going to still stick with the field for a little longer. 
That is awesome. I love when you said, when I want to stop climbing ladders, you're like, literally. <laughs> and, you know, it's true because we we do. We have different seasons of our life. And I think, you know, a career in field services does give you so many opportunities when you are ready to get off the field. Whenever you're ready, you know, maybe to take a desk job for your knees that have been climbing ladders or whatever it may be that there are the opportunities out there. But I couldn't agree more that we do need more field techs and just that that growing population in that area. So with that said, I know that sometimes a different office every day can be a lot, but you handle it with such grace, but give us some motivation. How do you wake up every day and go to work? To be honest, it's my family. My family is really strong about a whole work and life, home life balance. I can't think of one person in my family that doesn't take pride in what they do every day. We want to always say, remember that when I get home from work after a rough day, I have a husband here that gives me a hug and a laugh about events, and I listen to his day events as well. I'm always reminded that work is part of life, but should never be your life. You should take pride in your work, but also remember that dog walks are important. Dinner with the family needs to be a priority, and my family has always supported me. They understand that what I do has sometimes I do go on call. I have on-site emergencies. And so I'll just give a quick little story. One Christmas, I was hosting brunch at my house, but I warned everybody I was on call. And of course, a call came in and my sister and my husband said, don't worry, we got the waffle making operation. You just go off and do it. And so I went off to take care of the issue at the site. And then I got a call from them both laughing saying, why is the powdered sugar in the jar labeled flour? And, you know, I, I was rolled my eyes. I said, okay, sorry. <laughs> and I got home. I still got time to spend awesome. time with family, but I am still getting a good ribbing and getting made, made jokes about my misuse of storing baking supplies. <laughs> <laughs> However, my baking supplies may be disorganized, but my Schneider responsibilities and family life are in sync. And that's a credit to Schneider for the work environment that they really create for us. And then I'll ask Pierre the same question. Pierre, what gives you a motivation to go to work for every day? Well, Charlotte, that's a very interesting question. I guess uh, I guess uh, for me, I dare to say that there's two very important elements that, uh, that gets my motivation up. The first one, which, which we've talked about in, in length today, is that We are in a business where there's a strong purpose and where the the outcomes of what we do is really having a positive impact, not only for our customers, not only for the companies, but also in relation to sustainability and and some of the big big topics and challenges that the, the world is facing. And we are part of the solution. And when the days are tough, when the topics are complicated, when we have difficulties to achieve our goals, just reminding this is really a big boost in, in keeping the, 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 the big picture and to, to, to continue to contribute and, and, and have massive impact on, on this. The second element for me is that ultimately it is all about people. It's all about working as teams, working across the different organizational structures to deliver results for our customers, but also to grow as individuals within the organization. And a good day for me is a day where, yes, we have achieved something important for our customers, but equally importantly, where somebody has grown, has achieved something, and I contributed partly to it. So it's really about a purpose, and it's really about people, adventure, and succeeding together. That's incredible. Thank you both so much for that motivation. And I think it is very safe to say that, you know, a career in Schneider Electric Services, you're going to be making a meaningful impact. That's a wrap. And what a great first season we've had of Own Your Career, Own Your Future podcast. I love that. Yes, I do feel more of like a seasoned podcaster now, you know. I absolutely loved the experience because I think even though 
this where we're talking about work and we're talking about the company that we're in it doesn't feel that way there seems to be a beautiful way of bringing forth stories but in the spirit of wrapping up our first season i was curious to know what were your biggest highlights or takeaways from the past six episode i can start first so for me i really love doing the supply chain episode because looking back at it it was almost foreshadowing where i'd end up within the company but also just the conversation with Anthony. I think he was super enthusiastic about digital transformation and what it meant. And he shed some light on what some of our goals were and how we were truly impacting the world in a positive way, whether that was towards digitization or sustainability. And it was great to have that be the second episode that linked back to future episode, or that was also foreshadowing our future episodes on, on the topic of sustainability. I mean, like you mentioned, Tanya, it would have been great if we had a, a similar podcast when we graduated. So when when you usually graduate, there's nothing. You're actually clueless. And believe me, I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty clueless about my career and uh, where I would do because I had studied something else and then I kind of lost interest on it. And then I didn't know what was in store for me in the future. And luckily, I got into such a great company. So for me, you know, when I think about my biggest highlight or my biggest takeaway from this season, it's kind of all encompassing. So with every episode, I think there's like this overarching idea and it's like, do it scared and go all in because really none of us probably saw us here in our career. And maybe none of us even saw us doing a podcast or, you know, and if if somebody would have asked me 10 years ago, Katie, are you going to be in a career of, you know, sustainability and working for Schneider Electric and all these things, I would have probably started laughing. I was dressing mannequins in college, like in a retail store. Like I would have never thought that this was my future. the biggest takeaway from so many of our experts from these the, from these episodes is just do it scared and know that you can learn here and you can grow here and you can truly make an impact with Schneider Electric. Well, there is no better time than now to thank all of our loyal listeners for joining us for yet another Own Your Career, Own Your Future podcast episode. And we, of course, look so forward to you tuning in for season two. We have some big, new, and exciting topics that we cannot wait to share with you. And of course, if you would like to stay up to date with our latest podcast episode, please subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Or you can simply just check us out on Schneider electric blog and of course don't forget to rate us and leave a comment thank you so much thanks for joining us on today's episode of own your career own your future podcast be sure to head over to the schneider electric careers page at se.com careers to check out our open opportunities and sign up to join our talent community to receive exclusive invitations to events career tips and company updates Visit our Schneider Electric blog at blog.se.com to read employees' stories and learn about a variety of career paths. Last but not least, remember to follow and subscribe to the show in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and Spotify to listen to all the available episodes. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. The information, statements, views and opinions should not be construed as the provision of advice by Schneider Electric or as an offer to buy or sell any products or services or to make or consider any investment or course of action.